Hello and welcome to Intrepid Heroes Spotlight. With me today is Stephanie Lundin, who talked to us about her character, Kaholo. So Stephanie, can you describe your character to us, especially for people that haven't maybe been following uh, all of the podcasts? Oh, sure. Um, so Kaholo is a Lashunta from Castroval. And to break that down a little more, she that means that she's a humanoid that has the little antennas, um, which you may be familiar with from the game or from, you know, various pop culture ripoffs uh, <laughs> or references. Yeah, I mean, um, and uh, she she's very muscular. She's of the I, I forget which type I was. Uh, Karasha. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so she she's very athletic and has always excelled. You know, she's kind of shorter and stockier than a lot of Lashunta. And um, that meant that she never had to develop very much patience because, mm. you know, if, if things ever got more complicated than she liked or more intense or if she even just got bored, she could, you know, find somebody to punch. And uh, so you are know, you saying that she solves things with physical confrontation? Yes, that's very much how she <laughs> she grew up. Um, and, uh, you know, that that's a in her little city state on Castrovel that that was encouraged. You know, there's a lot of it, it's Castrovel is um, very much a jungle planet. She was kind mm -hmm. of off uh, their city state is kind of more a little more remote and you know they still have great big dinosaurs that threaten <laughs> and and yeah. just all kinds of dangers and so being a, a good strong you know quick uh athletic type was, was very prized and very um you know she, she just got a lot of reward for that mm -hmm. and so she didn't ever have to develop a lot of uh kind of the softer skill set because so she's very very focused on the more more obvious skills. Uh, she uh, didn't follow formal education past about age 14, and she mm. started training in very more military areas. And uh, then her, her solarian gifts started manifesting. And all Ashunta have a little bit of telepathy and, and uh, or, or empathy or, so, you know, they, they, they all kind of um, have those, I think. Am I right about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, they have the telepathy skill, yeah. But then she, she started realizing that she could kind of access this this greater gravity star um, oriented power. Mm -hmm. And um, that kind of led her to uh, think that maybe she, you know, maybe there was more to life than um, just kind of the outright you know, kind of physical power. Maybe there mm -hmm. was a more mystical power. And so kind of at the encouraging of, of, um, she didn't come from a very, she came from more of a clan than a nuclear family, you know, lived with mm -hmm. different relatives at different times. And that's just kind of you know, how, how her, their little society works. And so she, it, it was, but she was encouraged by, um, you know, a, a kind of older cousin to go into a monastery and, and try to develop the Solarian gifts. And mm -hmm. that was a challenge. Um, so even though she had lived in, you know, quasi communally, you know, with, again, having this extended family and everything, she thought it would be kind of a natural adjustment. It, it wasn't. It was very hard to try to live a more disciplined life and um, 
So, so that didn't last very long. And, uh, but it, it was enough to kind of get her started towards uh, tapping into those more mystical aspects of, of her power. And uh, so she decided that, and, and it's not uncommon, you know, Lashunta have been able to travel mystically or maybe not mystically, magically, you know, the portals on Castrovel and, right. and whatever um, for a long time. And that, you know, adventure is is highly um, prized, maybe, if that's the right word. So she, she really felt that, you know, rather than um, kind of try to continue to meditate her way into greater power, she'd just rather be out there in search of them and just uh, out there just doing it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and yeah. um so and that's one of the reasons why she was so attracted to this particular um journey because you know, it's it's really up close and personal with a star and mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that kind of intensity that that she finds exciting um and uh you know whenever she she kind of grows into a new power or when something when something works it's just, it's just that it, she gets a great sense of accomplishment from that uh and she's still not very patient <laughs> <laughs> so how is she liking her her uh compatriots here out on the sun uh she really relates to the vesk she she mm-hmm. gets where he's coming from she gets she she likes his gestures towards um friendship she feels like he's very down to earth and uh you know that it, it just and so even though she doesn't really understand kind of the finer points or even maybe most of the points of vest society since it is a much more hierarchical and structured and they're this thing called honor and whatever she mm-hmm. um you know she she likes him and uh you know she's not she's not really into understanding cultural differences or appreciating them or, you know, even really acknowledging customs, like mm-hmm. just, you know, but she's very democratic in her attitude. You know, she, she enjoys meeting different uh, in humanoids of any of wherever they're from. And, you know, and, and she's open to finding kind of points of, of connection um, but that doesn't mean she doesn't get irritated. So the, the Skittermander talks too much, um, <laughs> and he, and he overall analyzes everything, but yeah. you know, that's, she, she, Koholo understands that sometimes there it's, it is better to talk and, you know, maybe you can talk it out. Um, she, she had a really hard time with the racist Lashuntas in the Sunrise oh, right, Collective right. Mm-hmm. and, and really would have just started beating them all up. And so the fact that the. That Raz was able to be more diplomatic, you know. She she learned a lot from that, mm-hmm. um, but it, you know, still would have been satisfying to just kind of <laughs> yeah. show them the error of their racism. Um, she she's very amused by by the rat folk. Uh, they always surprise her. They always they always have a lot more ability than she thinks, but then also a lot more fallibility. Mm. <laughs> With a you know. Um, Scooch's impulsiveness and his willingness to just, you know, eat anything or, or <laughs> just, you know, like, hey, what does this do? Um, and, uh, you know, that it, it was kind of tense there in the, uh, <laughs> the gym where it looked like, you know, he really was going to be the death of everybody by just, you know, continuing to open doors. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, 
you know, again, she 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 gets it. Um, and then with whiskey, uh, there's obviously the the tendency to enjoy the whiskey, which, uh, <laughs> but the you know kind of the magical abilities and the perceptiveness and uh, the ability to think through things or to just uh, and, and and it she's noticed that there's kind of a study in in contrasting personalities between the rat folk and you know that that's interesting too. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so. And is there any um, any gender issues at all between, you know, you have two female characters and then three males, some, you know, various, uh, some, you know, the Vesk is, I'd say, kind of overly masculine and yeah. to some extent. And, you know, um, how do, does Koholo see any issues with that at all with gender or that's doesn't even care or? Um, I think that she is sometimes surprised that uh, it is sometimes, sometimes she's a little kind of intimidated by mm. the, um, you know, sometimes she doesn't, she doesn't always speak up as much as she, she would back, you know, in her home planet where, uh, mm. mm-hmm. where gender isn't as foregrounded, um, and uh or back in her you know her home city state i'm sure there are other places that are more but uh yeah so she kind of grew up not super aware of that and again being athletic and being mm-hmm. you know that it wasn't and everybody being kind of expected to hold their own or to you know if, if you want to go out in the jungle you'd, you'd better be able to you know take care of yourself and that's you know that sort of thing kind of you know more more the the pioneer woman kind of right know. but and your party doesn't really treat you one way or the other. I mean, it's pretty much everybody kind of does their own thing, right? You're oh yeah, no, yeah. and and Koholo is certainly not. I mean, she's going to get right up in there and right. every time if if she has an opening, then that's you know that's yeah. I was just kind of wondering with, with you know with the two two females and three males if there were any issues, any tensions, or anything going on, but I guess not. No, not really, yeah. not. <laughs> And again, she and she, you know, she. I I think she really feels that she has more in common with the Vesk, who is mm-hmm. also, you know, going to get up there in melee, going to throw some some punches if ne- when necessary, and mm-hmm. you know, going to figure this out brawn first. Then she does really with the with whiskey, who's you know very much more much more feminine than I think Colo ever particularly mm-hmm. needs to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, can you tell us a little bit about the character build that you have here? So, you you've mentioned your uh, Karasha Lashunta uh, Solarian. Um, can you explain a little bit more of what that means and kind of what you're able to do? I mean, we just hit fifth level here recently, and kind of what what's changed? Well, uh, she's so with Kaholo, we've gone heavy with strength and with kind of athleticism. Um, I've been adding to stealth. Um, hmm. I took a feat that lets me do an extra D6. I think it's a feat. Maybe it's an, sorry, I'm not very good at keeping the category straight. Um, but I can now add to um, stealth, or if I meditate differently, I can add to intimidate. Um, oh, yeah. So that's a Solarian um, skill. It's a sidereal influence? Yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't see myself using the intimidate a whole lot. I, I think 
Um, just because uh, um, we already we well because because we already have Raz, and then also um, it just isn't. I and mean, again, Koholo would I think almost always rather jump into action. Um, but she really enjoys uh, manipulating gravity, like the mm-hmm. um, the telekinetic hand, which I think is actually called something different. <laughs> No, I, that's uh, the Shunta it? ability for doing that. Yeah, and then the gravity hold right. and the black hole. Like pull, mm-hmm. She hasn't used that very much, but to pull people towards her mm-hmm. or to to um, hold creatures, you know, using this this mystical ability. That's that's mm-hmm. something that she'd like. She's she really enjoys exploring those kinds of. Um, those abilities as well as the other, you know, so that's the graviton mode. And then there's the photon mode, which is the light, you know, like exploding kind of. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's she's done, she has an ability called supernova that she's done a couple of times, which is where you just do damage to everybody within a certain radius, like by emitting this light. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she also, she has the telepathy, the limited ability to read minds and... Uh, uh, or once a day, she can actually read somebody's, or try to read somebody's mind, and so those are uh, those are Solarian powers that are really well. But the one that, of course, she uses the most is to manifest the solar weapon, which mm-hmm. is just wonderfully convenient to have this weapon that you know exists as a little motive of um energy that then can become something very potent and yeah and tell us a little bit about like the the form that your weapon takes and kind of why you chose that oh it manifests as a giant hook and that's uh kind of a it's a it's kind of an ancestral throwback for her because of Mm -hmm. how important hunting and and fishing were um and they and they still are actually um on Castrovel, but her family had a lot of, did a lot of fishing. And so, and, you know, and again, there are these, you know, giant sea creatures in parts of the jungle that, you know, I mean, think, think like the Amazon, right? Like, you don't go wading in there without some way to not only try to uh, catch your dinner, but also to defend yourself. So right, and when you say a giant hook, this is akin to what, like Maui is is carrying, right? Yes, exactly. Kind of, like right. it's so it, it's like a kind of ornamental, but it but it's very potent and uh, and unique. Like I, I wanted something that would be kind of um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, kind of signature, I guess. And and, that, it, and that's a really fun Solarian power. Again, that was mm-hmm. one one of the reasons that I decided to uh, go with this class was because of that ability like I just thought that's 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 so cool <laughs> just have mm-hmm. this weapon that can be anything you want it to be and it's very signature and nobody can take it from you mm-hmm. you know and where do you see this uh, kind of character going you know what what's Kahola gonna grow up to be uh, I would I think she's going to put um, increasing she she needs to kind of increase her defensiveness she she's getting to be a little bit of a glass cannon um so you know for fifth level i chose heavy armor proficiency in order to Mm -hmm. really kind of bulk that up and um i see her using 
getting more creative with how she fights um, using more gravity hold or mm-hmm. black hole mm-hmm. or, um, you know, that or just any of the other abilities that she grows into. Uh, and I see her as be- becoming more, if not more patient, more circumspect, you know, more likely to say, well, let me sneak around this corner or let me, you know, use my mind sense to find, to try to, you know, figure out the best plan here um, mm-hmm. instead of uh, opening doors, <laughs> you know, instead of just uh, bashing down the door or letting, uh, trying to beat Scooch to bashing down the doors, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I I also see her, I, uh, and what one of the things that I haven't mentioned and that, that is kind of a, a little bit of an outlier for her is that she has some computers and some engineering skills uh, that she just kind of that that's what she picked up on in school because you know Castrovel is so very you know ha- has a high social and and cultural mm-hmm. a- axiom and you know, despite being and wait I don't think axiom is the right word anyway um, so she. Um, I think she she also would like to, or I would like to see her growing a little more in that area too, becoming a little more of a, um, a little more reflective about the experiences that she's having, the the kinds of uh, people she's or humanoids and creatures that she's encountering, and um, you know finding a little more purpose. Like so far, you know, just adventure for the sake of adventure, power for the sake of power. Mm-hmm. kind of been her her mo and so, oh go ahead so you had mentioned um for Koholo's uh new year's resolution that you would be kind of writing home back to your monastery would that be some of the reflection you're talking about or yes exactly and like trying to kind of make sense of it and and find more of a yeah kind of a connection you know like what building up more of her awareness of of herself in the universe you know mm-hmm. well cool well stephanie thanks so much for uh, sharing some of your insights uh, about koholo and uh, probably every five to six weeks we'll, we'll be rotating through every um player right week to week and so every five to six weeks we'll come back to you and see how koholo has grown and changed Oh, very cool. That that gives me uh, some good incentive to write those letters. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks again. Hey, thank you. Have a good one.